0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Happy Haven, I am Gnarly Canary, with me as always is...
1: The Geek Steps, what's going on guys?
0: What's up y'all? Alright, so uh, tonight, kind of impromptu, we have Hilton Ariel Ruiz, he is the creator of Zombie with a Shotgun.
1: Yeah, very popular, Wait, let's see, it's a web series, they did a, there's like, I saw it, it's like five episodes of a show, now it's a comic what I'm yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They got like picked up. It's going to be run as a comic. They're doing a pre-order thing, and they're trying to make it a movie.
1: Oh wow, that's a that's a lot. We're going to learn together because I personally had never heard of this before. You brought it up. It does look pretty cool, though.
0: Yeah, like me either. I don't <laughs> know much about it, but it looks super interesting. I reached out, and he was like, graceful enough to be like, "Yeah, I'll come on." So we'll oh, get to know what it's about. You'll get to know what it's about, and we'll all learn together,
1: and hopefully get a movie and a comic book series. For real. But Very anyway, so. Today.
0: <laughs> for real. But, so, uh, how's it like? um... Has Jacques Cousteau come by the house to make sure everyone's okay there in Oklahoma?
1: <laughs> no, but God did tell me to start building the Ark. Ooh, are you Bruce or Evan? <laughs> Evan. Evan's the one that built the Ark.
0: That is true. Plus, Steve Carell is cooler than Jim Carrey. What?
1: Oh. Somebody stop me. But yeah, no, we're going to float away. Oklahoma as a state is just going to get up and float away. (laughs) It's got to stop raining. This is ridiculous. Dude,
0: yeah, that sounds bad.
1: The whole Midwest here is just getting pounded. It's ridiculous.
0: That sucks. I'm in Georgia. It's hot and not it was supposed to thunderstorm all day and it didn't do anything it stayed like partly cloudy and super humid but the rain never fell
1: here can will that focus enough for you to be able to see it I can yeah. for the
0: listening audience he's showing me a, oh. a radar screen that looks like something out of the apocalypse
1: <laughs> yeah it's and it stretches from Canada to Texas
0: uh then we'll probably be getting it By the way, I have to comment on Steps' super cool Jurassic Park shirt. Yeah. I'm wearing my typical unoriginal Nerd Boy Star Wars shirt. Yep.
1: A little Kylo.
0: But for our gamer friends out there right now, um, no endorsement because they'd rather take my money than give me money. But GameStop right now is doing a clearance sale. Uh, Any t-shirt, six bucks or under is buy one, get one free. So I picked Mm -hmm. up two today when i picked up titanfall 2 today
1: oh yeah you have to know how that one is
0: oh i played it the campaign on the xbox um i got this one for the ps4 the campaign's amazing um it's one of the best shooters i've played in a long time
1: Um, i forgot that it's on ps4
0: it is and i need to get it respawn is doing a really cool thing after the whole call of duty um West and Zampanella getting screwed fiasco, mm-hmm. they started Respawn, and that's the studio that does a uh, Titanfall franchise. Yeah. All the DLC is free. Oh, wow. Weapons, multiplayer maps, it's all free. But yo, let me turn the camera around. Sweet. For the folks at home, it's show steps your new t-shirt time.
1: woo It's everybody's favorite day.
0: Check out that Punisher shirt.
1: It was awesome, I and like it was it, only
0: like four ninety seven, right?
1: Uh huh.
0: So for three ninety seven, I got this one for free.
1: Very very nice.
0: And I, we will take pictures and put them up yeah. so y'all can see. It's like one of the coolest Doctor Strange shirts I've ever seen.
1: I was about to say? It's really, it's really weird and different Doctor Strange shirt. I like it. But you know who it is instantly?
0: Oh, most definitely, it's Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs>
1: What was his name on Zoolander Two? What what'd they call him? Him? No.
0: Cardinal Sin. Haven't seen it yet.
1: It's <laughs> it's not the it's not as good as the original, but is it Zim? No. It's because weird.
0: you know that stupid gender pronoun horse nonsense that they're doing. It's like Zims or
1: yeah, it was something like that.
0: If I was Yonan Vasquez, <laughs> I would sue every social justice warrior for stealing Zim. <laughs>
1: Sorry, that one took me a minute. Oh, look, my wife made it to Morrowind. Morrowind!
0: Ah, yes. So you are getting into your first Bethesda
1: game. Uh, See, this is why I've always avoided them. It's not because I didn't think they looked like fun. I thought it looked like so much fun that it would be a life-sucking drain from which there is no escape. And I was right.
0: And it is. It's a beautiful, beautiful succubus.
1: I love this game, I, uh, Skyrim. I've never, like I guess I've never really played it. i played Oblivion a little bit, but this one, ah, oh, jeez.
0: I played Oblivion for about an hour, and I was like, boo, you whore, and turned it off.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid even more to play, like, uh, Fallout.
0: Steer, steer clear, dude, I have so many days of my life that I'm going to miss at the end of my life that were sunk into that beautiful, beautiful gem of a franchise.
1: Yeah, because I like the medieval stuff, you know. I like the fantasy world. That's cool, but Fallout is, like, right up my alley. Dude,
0: it genre-wise. is so, so immersive. I like... So when we were at the at uh, this, the video game store earlier today, I actually picked it up for the PS4, and <laughs> my 10-year-old, you know that famous painting, The Scream? Yeah. Yeah, that was her face when she saw me touch a Fallout 4 case.
1: <laughs> No, not again.
0: But it looks like Mr. Ruiz is ready to go, so I'm going to go patch him in. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, man. I'm talking zombies and shotguns.
1: <laughs> now you're dancing. They can't hear me dancing. I know, that's why I had to let them know.
0: But you know what, though? Because it's all audio, I can dance like i okay. no watching.
1: Yeah. Hey, how's it Uh-oh. going? Good, you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, man.
0: We came in. You came in on a weird moment. I was talking about dancing like no one was watching because we do audio and I was dancing for the video. <laughs> I mean, not seductively, just, you know. Oh, no. White, no, no, no. white guy moving the head and the shoulders <laughs> kind of dancing. <laughs> Like when you bite into something really good, and you just your body just starts moving. Like, yeah, calories, what?
2: Like that's that.
0: it. It tells you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I was, I was today. I was like, you know what? You know, it just it, it's you know. Sometimes I like how how you know like how you guys operate. Like mm-hmm. sometimes, like dude, I'm not doing anything. You know what? Let me see these guys up to do it. You know what I mean? So for real, yeah. Like, yeah, I like that. It's so it's like let me, you know, let me just let's get it over it right now because. Yep. You, know, you just don't know when you can do something that's
1: perfect. Oh, yeah. We're very late I mean, back.
0: Yeah, like that's why we picked this this kind of like format for us. Like we don't do interview questions. We don't. Neither one of us thinks that we're Charlie Rose. Um, <laughs> we're just like two nerdy guys who hit it off on the Internet, started a thing. It's taken off, and now we get to reach out to like really cool people. Um, we've had some like comic book legends on, we've had indie film guys on, we we had uh, Jeremy Simpser, who, like, he does all the storyboarding for the CW-verse, dude. Like Dude, it's hot. Right, right, right. He lays out the action <laughs> scenes for all the DC superhero stuff that we love on TV. So, like, yeah, like, this format is perfect, and we always do it like this. I am a giant dork that's mm. usually socially unacceptable <laughs> and never learn behavior. And, you know it's not the <laughs> stuff that the stuff that doesn't go in an episode would uh would, would trigger every university to just start burning dumpsters and breaking starbucks windows
1: like you would make a lot of people very angry probably
0: i would but it's all in good fun
1: that's why we don't <laughs> let you talk politics ever
0: never but you know what though the republican party and the Democrat party can go suck it um yep. I totally I'm agree. I hate. Right. It. I just hate
2: what's going on. I really, I, 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 dude, it's just they're ruining the country. It's it's not the people. It's just, it's both parties, dude. What is going right. on?
0: And it's so rigged that unfortunately we are a two-party system, which just sucks out loud.
2: Yeah, it's a joke, man. It's like really, it's it's a joke. It's a very it's disappointing. It's very, very disappointing what's going on. It's like no one's getting along. No one's doing it. And it's just, you know, these guys got the golden parachute. You know, they have the lifetime health insurance. Lifetime for real. Benefits, mm-hmm. And we just, like, you know, we the people who need the most help. And, you know, do, come on, guys. You guys got that golden parachute. You got it going on, man. Come on. Yeah, the
0: really. problem is is that we the people has been forgotten for decades now. Yeah. Yeah, you Yeah, you're
2: right. It's like I hate. It. I hate everything that's going on. I don't want to look at TV television anymore.
1: Yeah, it's it's hard to even listen to the news or. Yeah. My phone sends me updates. So I've got to figure out how to turn it off. The news updates, and you just be in the middle of having a good time. And you see something, you're like, oh man.
0: I know. I know that it's
1: just it's for evil.
0: real. Like that's why we love doing what we do, right? Steps because yeah. me and you. Yeah, like what what's the escape? Video games.
1: Yeah, video well, games, comic books. Yeah, yeah, movies and stuff movies, like that.
0: Movies, TV shows. I mean, I know it's I know that it's infiltrating stuff like I I'm kind of in the middle politically. If it's not in the constitution, it doesn't belong in our country. Like everybody should be treated with equal respect. Everybody should be dead. You know what I mean? Like second amendment says I can defend my family. Like, if you don't agree with guns, that's fine. You don't need to buy any. But I do have them because I have all girls to protect. You know what I mean? Like, feminists out there being crazy. Nah, my wife is the strongest woman I've ever known, and she laughs at the feminist cause because she doesn't need it because she is a a mother. She works full-time. You know what I mean? Like, she, she kicks ass every day, and she doesn't need any of their shrill, banshee agenda Like, it's all about, like, getting down with people. Like, I think we forgot that. Like, you don't always have to take sides. Left and right, they can yell at each other all day. They can meet up on college campuses and punch each other in the face and blame who hit who first. But, like, you know, us on the ground, us in the middle, I think we can all, at the end of the day, shake hands and be like, sure, on this we politically differ, but you know what, we're going to shake hands on the fact that Batman kicks ass and both sides agree and leave it at that at the end of the day. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I agree. I mean, we we live in, uh, we're living in a really, uh, times that you, you have to be careful what you say and, and, and it's something that you, you say can be taken in the wrong way. It's ridiculous. And then everyone, everyone's a racist. Mm. Everyone, you know, everyone is, hates women, uh, You know, I I read an article that somebody called uh, Blake Lively, you know, beautiful, and you have a beautiful dress, and she got offended by that, saying that, you know, would you say that to a man? And I'm like, dude,
0: you know... If it was a beautiful dress! And
2: I'm like, dude, man, sooner or later, guys are going to be scared of talking to women. I already started to see that happen, and it's like, just don't know what to say anymore. You just don't... Everyone is just... Have to, like... You know how they say you have to uh second thing. That was like third thing. You, know, you have three times. You have to really thinking through it your mind three times. Is that right to say? Should I say that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, let me see. Nah. Right yeah. see me. <laughs> like he doesn't have no this filter. It's just a, yeah, I was born in eighty one. Yep, but I was born in eighty one, dude. Like things were just things. Like I, I see how like emasculated boys are in this country, and it breaks my heart because like if you took a time machine right? And you went back and took kids from like mine and y'all's generations the, the 80s and the early 90s and you dropped them in the world today they would dominate.
1: <laughs> like like they a, were, if they were allowed to.
0: A boy at 10 in 2017 <laughs> and a boy at 10 in 1987 Jesus it would be like Biff Tannen
1: just <laughs> and in a McFly.
0: world of Marty yeah. McFly's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I mean back in the days
2: everybody was outside playing games and sports. Right now you hardly see anybody in the streets playing anything. You
1: know, yeah, I think it's I think it's taking a, a small turn. My kids are actually surprising me. My son, not so much, but I mean my daughter, she's never inside. She's always outside wanting to ride her bike and my Dude, son's mine too. starting to follow him or follow her out there and it's it's interesting. So maybe we'll get Back to where kids play outside and actually, you know, play in the dirt. Yeah. You you know what needs to happen
0: for that to stop? Worldwide 24-hour news. Back in the day, I watched, look, the X-Men cartoon came on at 11 on Saturdays. Uh At 11.30, I was out the house. Big giant bowl of cereal, already eaten, out the house, on my bike, I'll see y'all at dinner, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But we didn't have this constant news cycle, constant bad news, constant yeah. horrors and tragedies. I, I, yeah. I agree. So like, parents are like paranoid to let their kids play outside, and it, it's a. And, and but then you look at your kid on the couch, and you're like, "Why are you so lazy? Why?" Are so you? But I've got you tethered to that couch, so I can't really complain at you. Mm-hmm. For you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah, man, it's a, it's a double edged sword on that. Like, I think people need to just get back to going out and having picnics in yeah, the community. Yeah, you know,
2: there should be. There should be twenty-four hour get off the internet day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, right. That, just like get off of it for one day. I mean, it, it's just just get off of it. Go outside, do something. You know, uh, read a book or anything. You know, the, you know. And, you know, a good thing mm-hmm. though. I, I don't know if you, if you guys read the statistics about a couple of days ago that actually. Ebooks went down twenty percent, and uh, hard book sales on hardcovers went up. Uh, I think it was eight percent. Yes, nice.
1: awesome.
2: yes. And, and then I was like, you know, that's really, really. That's from a long time ago that the sales for ebooks went down and sales of hardcover books went up. And I thought that was excellent. I was like, okay, you know, one of the statistics or the studies basically says that people just don't they don't want to be on the computer. They just want to get away from it and just read the damn book in itself.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like we're uh, we're planning a weekend coming up and me and my wife and the kids and go out and go camping because my daughter saw our, our big tent and she's like, when are we going to use that again? Well, we'll go, but you got to leave your phone, your computers, no video games. you got to walk away from it all because we don't go camping on those sites that have the electrical outlets. So yes. you're just yes. Kind of out on your own. We're going to go camping. We're going to do it. And To my surprise, they are both like, yeah, that's fine. We can go fishing and stuff. I'm like, really? That's... All right, cool. Let's do it. Yeah, oh, I man, like, cool. for real. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Like, my kids, I mean, I always raised them in, in an older school way, like my 10-year-old now and stuff, and, and my 19-year-old, like, I got them into reading, like, actual books. Like, right now, with my 10-year-old, we're going through all the Beverly Cleary books, like the Ramona Quimby and Henry Huggins and Ribsy the Dog and the Mouse and the Motorcycle, and we're doing Narnia, and we're doing, like, we're doing all these books. We read a bunch this year. And, like, yeah, like, it's to inspire that. Like, she she is outside right now gardening with a neighbor. She's ridden her bike all day today. The only thing she did was we went to uh, the video game store. They were clearancing out some Call of Duty Legos and that's what she wanted. Um, oh, that was hot. So she put them together at the table and then went right back to playing outside. Like, ooh. Yeah. That's it, so cool. But, so, the C-SPAN segment of our show is over. <laughs> over. <laughs> uh, for yeah. real. So, um, so, tell us about uh, Zombie with a Shotgun. Yeah,
2: zombie with a shotgun <clears throat> was a project. I it's about to be in August. It's going to be five years exact. Wow. Well, you know, uh, um, you know I, I've I've been doing many projects many years. You yeah. know, as as artists and filmmakers, we try to figure out. You know, we get a short project. You know, we do the short project, and then we try to see if the project can, you yeah. know, uh, interest festivals, interest investors. And possibly a lot of times, as you've seen before, in the past, now, whenever present, is people sometimes do the short film, people like it, and it expands to a feature. So that, that was kind of like my kind of like mindset. I say, like, let's see, you know, and then you know, and then web series were starting to get really popular, you know, like five years ago, and I was like, let me do my own web series. I, I'm, I, um i i have always wanted to do my own interpretation to zombie genre. And, uh, my, you know, uh, me and my buddies we came in uh, uh, five episodes called, you know, Zamba with a Shotgun. We didn't do it straight. It actually took us a p- uh, period of two years and a half. And it had to do with the actors not living in New York. So it was kind of hard going back and forth. But what made it happen, because usually that doesn't, you know, usually the actors are like, screw it out. I'm not going to go back to New York and do it. But the problem, the, not the problem, the, the, the good thing was when we aired it. Uh, five years ago in August in summer it went you know sort of viral and when everybody accepted it there was a lot of I have so many emails and so many messages people really wanted to know what the hell is this you know it was a cool title um, you know it was uh, you know this the mythology has been broken once again of this zombie kissing a woman and we'll making out with her and Wait a minute, is a zombie is able to do things? Is he really a zombie? Is he really infected? Uh, why is he good-looking? You know? So all these things were just going on people's mind. It was just, you know, and and went viral. It started and it just kept on going and going and going. And, you know, since, you know, it took us two years and a half. Uh, we've, you know, we've, you know, we, we've never even entered a festival, which is even crazy. We've just been only on lines. And social media took off. You know, right now we're like almost 220,000 followers on Twitter right now, and we're going to launch the first issue of the comic book next month, May, uh, and we're going to announce the second issue in a couple months. And the feature film was uh, done last year in the summer uh, through crowdfunding, and nice. we, we are about to have the feature film in the next couple months locked and ready to go. So that's where okay, nice. we're we at right now. For real,
0: dude. Dang.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So what made you want to take a different look at the zombie genre? I mean, what? how did the idea come about? Just So many things have been done in that genre for yeah. good, better or worse. What made you yeah, want to yeah. take to- it Yeah, totally, yeah.
2: Totally agree with you. I think also, you know, um, you know, I, I, we're doing the whole zombie thing. You know, of course, I'm not inventing the wheel. Even, even some of the ideas that I have, we've seen it before. You know, people's already, you know, changed the whole mythology of zombies. We've seen stories such as mine, you know, with other zombie projects. Um, you know, I, I wanted to take the stab of my own. I wanted to, you know, basically I would say 95% of the zombie films is basically just like Walking Dead. Walking Dead just has that big high platform. And every other film that comes out on VOD or The Man or everything is basically a lost chapter of freaking Walking Dead, right? People are surviving, get away from the zombies, they're going to kill us and everything. About 95%. Right. I I was tired of that. I wanted to do something that was, hey, what happened to the sick guy? Whatever happened to the zombie guy? You know, I mm-hmm. you know, and I always tell people the story that I always felt like, you know, it's never evolved since like nineteen eighty five or eighty six when Michael Jackson was this cool ass kick ass zombie dancing and he was able to walk, he was able to do anything. He was he was controlling the zombies and everything. And we never have ever evolved the zombie mythology since then. We went back to like, give me brains, eat me brains. But now you're starting to see a lot of changing of these zombie projects. Everyone's starting to take a stab or change the mythology. But going back to what, you know, I wanted to change it. I wanted to be able to, whatever happened to the sick guy, whatever happened to this, you know, the people. So, you know, I, I've tried to take a lot of ideas and inspirations and, um, you know, I try to take it back from, like, growing up in New York City in the 80s, you know, with the whole HIV ec- epidemic. And I was alive. I've seen that, you know. And it kind of has real?
0: Like,
2: this kind of sort of thing of, like, people were afraid like if they were zombies. Nobody wanted to be in them. Everyone wanted to scare them. But these people were human beings. You know, they, you know, one of our slogans and, you know, was, you know, zombies are, you know, people are too. And, you know, you know, just seeing that, you know, that that was a little bit of inspiring. You know, it was inspiration for me to, you know, living through that time and seeing it and everything like that and try to take that in, my you know, into, you know, with my whole zombie thing. And hopefully creating, you know, the comic book series keeps on going by and have that sort of like inspiration through that, you know, through the comic book and everything else.
1: Yeah, That's really cool. I always find that, at least for me, with storytelling, that some of the best ideas have come from just a simple question like that. You know, like what happened to the sick guy? They just kind of walked away and left him there. Nobody, yeah. Nobody figured out what happened. So to see the story from that perspective sounds really cool to me. I'm really excited yeah. to, to get to dig into it.
2: Yeah. Nobody cares about the guy. The sick guy. The guy just got you know just yeah. just got shot and killed. What What happened to that guy? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but I mean, I think, you know, we've reached a point of oversaturation with the, uh, and all respect to him, but like the, I call it the, the Romero zombie. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: yeah. You know, so like what you're doing, stuff like um, 28 Days Later, taking a different approach, like making it viral and not a corpse coming back, or um, hmm. The Girl with All the Gifts, which, if y'all haven't seen it, amazing movie. Um, the last of us, even as a video game, taking it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, at warm bodies, you know, they took, uh, I remember I was like, that looks like a girly movie, even though it's zombies and we watched it and a, the soundtrack is killer. Um, yeah. but watching it about halfway through, I looked at my wife and I was like, Oh, they're telling Romeo and Juliet. Under the guise of a zombie apocalypse, yeah, so, like, zombie. yeah, so, like, what you're doing is really important, because that genre is gonna stagnate, like, between video games and movies and TV shows, it's getting really oversaturated, so, like, a fresh take is needed, dude, so, yeah, like, I, I, you need to be a pioneer in that, so, like, that's mad cool that that's what you're I,
2: doing. Absolutely, and again, you know, it's like, um, you know, that's a risk to taking, you know, I, I um, you know, you know, at the very... It wasn't a risk in the beginning because I, I have to tell you when I first did it. You know, it was basically you know I'm gonna you know it's basically a showcase of my work to get to the next level, to get right. you know you know get to another project. But the fact that it got very popular and the fan base became really huge. You know, I, I mean, that's what we look for, right? We look for, that's what we want. We want something to be viral. We want something to say, hey, look, I got something in my hands here. I, I need to work at it. And, mm-hmm. But I had to stay with it. And again, yes, yeah, almost like what you said, I, I had to be able to say, okay, now how am I going to do this really different? You know, and then it's a risk at that time because I was like, okay, I have now I have this huge fan base, but yet this This genre is so saturated that, you know, it's going to be really hard to still to get out there and still try to get investors to come on board or anything. So what happened is that I did try to ask all the investors, you know, and I spoke to all, you know, the the usual suspects in the industry and everything. And they love the idea, but it comes down what you said. Everyone says. It's oversaturated. It's going to die out. It's not going to be here anymore. And, uh, you know, maybe you had bringing the half of the money. We bring in the half of the money, but we just don't want to take the risk. So, you know, I got to the point that, look, dude, what am I going to do? You know, I I feel them. As an investor, I I understand that. Maybe as an investor, I would say the same thing. "Eh, I don't know, you know. So I I took that into account. I'm like, okay, I understand that. So that's when I went into the crowdfunding. I said, you know, let the fans speak. Do they want it? They want it. They'll give me. They'll help me by you know contributing with you know purchasing awards and perks and stuff. And I'll do it. And I'll bring it out. And if they want it more, we'll do it. St- That's basically where I'm at right now. I'm like, okay, the fans did want it. We we raised enough money to be able to do what we did. And you know, let's see what happens in the next couple of months. But I have come down to the conclusion that this thing is going to stay for a very long time people are not getting tired of it people just love this whole zombie genre or zombie with a shotgun i mean it's just you know to me i'm just like wow i'm just gonna you know this is it i I love it they love it and let's just keep on going
0: that's amazing dude so like i saw a thing today um uh that uh you had a a poster for it up at what was it new york comic-con Yes, yes. I was just What, it, dude? That's huge, man. That no, that's not, no little show.
2: <laughs> we're not going to be in the Comic Con. I just, I just, I did has, I, I, you know, put, I used the hashtag, just saying near Comic Con, you know, uh, pre order this and this and that. We, we right now we don't look like we're going Comic Con. I just used it as a hashtag, but the reason why I don't know if you noticed it was it was trending number one today, uh, basically because the tickets went on sale today and nobody was able to get tickets because it was like sold out in like minutes. Oh, dang. I know. It was crazy. I mean, I don't know if there was a glitch because I didn't read it because people were still like, people were going, wait, can't be. That's impossible. So I haven't really looked up to it again to see maybe there was a glitch in the system that people weren't allowed to get it. We, 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 we are trying to go into, uh, the New York Comic Con. We are going to the one in Montreal that's really big. And, um, Mm -hmm in July um, so that one's a really big one was that play.
0: Heroes and Villains
2: or um... I think that's the uh, dude I forgot Amatricon, I think it is or oh, I'm getting okay confused. yeah yeah that's the, yeah that's the one, um, oh damn I forgot the name of the convention something that was there oh man what's the other one because I'm getting confused because there's another one uh, that we're going to or they're going to the publishers is going to up in California that was pretty big also I think that's next month um oh man, I forgot the name of that one. I don't think it's the Redding, California. Uh, I know this weekend they were in the Kansas City one. Right now as we speak, mm-hmm. uh they're in the they're in the Kansas City uh Comic Con there. So they they're doing a the thing and, and you know, we we're we're getting out there. Um we've got a really good response in the comic um uh, people are loving it. Um, you know, I was really fortunate to bring in a very uh popular Uh, Who had a big fan base itself Which was an Italian um, Comic book artist from Italy His name was Simone uh, Glumini And he was also the creator of the Image Comics called Near Death And he came on board To do uh, Zadweiler Shotgun's First issue So that helped a lot
0: Dang dude Yeah trying to do it <laughs> so so what's the uh, what's the, uh, the the like the plot thread of Zombie with a Shotgun J- just for people who may not know what it is and they're hearing it through this for the first time see l- give us a like a chef like give us a taste peak peak their palate pe- a little pe-
2: bit yeah Zombie with a Shotgun is basically the point of view of a zombie that's been infected by the virus so called virus um, as we get deep into the story Um, with the comic book and and the feature film, because they're parallel with each other, we start to realize there's more than the infection than really looks like. There's something that could also be supernatural into his infection uh, due to the fact that, you know, we find out that he's able to, you know, he doesn't, he's not, when he's infected, he's not really, you know, able to 100% turn into this zombie. Why is it taking so long? Why is he able to have these sort of, like, communication Hours, you, you know, you start to little by little to know that he's able to do things that, you know, as we will say, the like you said, the George Romero zombie. And as we follow him, we find out that he is, um, you know, he is he's basically the hero. He's uh, the savior of the zombies. Um, and in this uh, this zombie world, you know, it's not like how. Um, how you see it you know people not running away from the zombies and like you know it's not that sort of like it's total opposite what you see in like walking dead um not i don't want to give too much of the story but that's basically a little bit i could give uh little sneak you know snippets or whatever
0: you want to call it yeah that's what i mean man put out that little costco sample
1: (laughs) (laughs) when does the comic release the comic
2: uh, we was uh, aiming at the end of June, uh, but what happened is that if we had such a great response on pre-orders on the comic that it's going to be released next month. Oh wow! So yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, so the publishers decided to you know we, you know they they contacted me. It's like dude, due to over you know overwhelming, you know of uh, pre-orders. Uh, we decided we we're going to release it one month early, and nice. we so we can promote the
1: second issue. So
2: nice. I was like, well, "Dude, I'm game. Let's do
1: it." <laughs> yeah, um, So And you that's got to turn know, that down.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was excited. You know, I actually was actually was aiming to actually come around April, but of course, you know, they had other comics coming. But yeah. um, you know, beggars can be choosers. But when they told me that, that was you know, great. You know, sound to you know to my ears.
0: That's awesome. Cool. So, is there still a campaign going, or there's a campaign going? There's a post
2: production campaign going for the Zombie with a Shotgun because we're still in post production. Where can people uh, get on that? You can go to GoFundMe.com/slash/Zombie with a Shotgun and you okay. to grab you know perks for you know for to help out in the post. We're still in the editing phase right now. Um, there's certain things that we had to go back, as you know, how it is in indie filmmaking. Um, just go back and shoot some scenes over you know what i mean so right just, yeah th- th- things like that had happened and we um had to not necessarily reshoot scenes we had to shoot some extra scenes that able to do in the first time around of shooting the feature uh and you know of course it's time money uh, mm-hmm. you know scheduling conflicts and everything like that so that's that's where we're at, we're at right now so, and the editing process
1: that's awesome man cool so what do we've heard about the zombie with a shotgun we talked a little bit of politics and worldly stuff what do you do to relax what's some of your favorites favorite things to relax um um (laughs) do
2: i ever relax (laughs) um uh, I don't know. I mean, I, you know. I, like I was going
0: to say that sounds like a workaholic's hesitation right there. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs>
2: you know, good, a good, a good, a, a good uh, ball game on TV can be really relaxing. You know, What's your team?
0: Uh, oh man, the Yankees. It's, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> right, I won't tell you where I'm originally from or what don't, team is currently I, on my you debit know you card. Yo, I live in Atlanta now. But I'm I'm a Boston boy, born and raised, uh, like, so. Said, and I'm like, oh, my God, don't even that <laughs> uh, Dude, yeah, you should I, see I, it I mean, down mean, here. I like, money. I pay for things with that debit card and that big old Red Sox isn't blazing and I'm in Braves country. It's, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a relaxing day for me, you know, watching a, uh, a ball game. Um, you know, I don't get too much to watch baseball games like I used to when I was younger. For and, um, you know, sometimes when you catch it at night or catch it, just, you know, it's, it's a treat when you can watch it like at noon. <laughs> it's like if you're lucky and then, you know, you can oh, just yeah. lay, relax and watch it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it, it definitely can be relaxing. Um, but, yeah, that's, you know, that's basically, you know, uh, you know, to me, you know, it sounds boring, but it's definitely uh, to me very relaxing.
0: Nah, man, there's a lot of baseball watched in my house.
1: Yeah, we love some. love
0: say again
1: i said i love to go to the parks uh my kids don't find it half as enjoyable as i do i live (laughs) in oklahoma so we don't have a professional team here but we got the drillers which is i think they're for the dodgers it's like the dodgers (laughs) under and uh we go watch them every now and then and i love going out to the ballpark i have a hard time watching a whole baseball game on tv but i love going to the park
2: yeah yeah i agree
1: you know, I haven't, you know, it's
2: sadly to say, I, I, being a, such a great, new York, you know, a big-time New York Yankee fan, I haven't even gone to the new stadium. It's so damn pricey, so damn expensive, and it's just...
0: Mm-hmm. See, we got the opposite down here. The Braves got SunTrust Park open this year and they're like their their rates are very welcoming. Um I know we're planning on going to a couple games this year. Like the Sox are coming to town later in the season and we'll definitely be there yeah. for that. But man, I've put- sat in that old Yankee Stadium and rooted for the Red Sox, so you know. Yeah, yeah. You, you
2: know, you know, I tell you a quick story. Um I've I um 1996, I watched. uh, I actually waited 24 hours on the line to get tickets to the World Series, and that was the first time the Yankees was in a World Series over like I think 25 years. So it was like you know it was like long streak, Mm -hmm. and I waited 24 hours in that line, and I remember listening. Game one sold out. Game two sold out. I'm like, oh no, but I was able to get game six, and that was the game that they won the whole World Series, and it was such a big thing in New York because they hadn't won the series like in twenty twenty five years, and I felt like I didn't have to see it anymore. I, I was like, wow, I've seen it. I mean, you know, I had a lifetime you're able to see your favorite damn, you know, baseball team won, and and there I go, I saw it, and then being, you know, I have to really say, Yankee fans are really spoiled, dude, you know, we won 96, and then, what is it, yeah, 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 you know, I'm not, you know what, it sounds funny what I'm going to say, I was like, okay, all right, they won, and I have fans that be like, oh, we need to win, I'm like, dude, how many times, dude, it's like, how much more you want? but I guess you can never get, you know, right now, my dream is to have, my other team, New York Jets, win a Super Bowl, but I don't think that's ever going
0: to happen. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> hey, but yo, like, so, you know what? Talking about the Yankees in 25 years, try a century, man. Try a century. <laughs> for, the, uh, for the Red yeah. Sox. Yeah. We, could, we ain't won one since we got with a Ruth, man.
2: Listen, listen, you know what? I was, tell- I was talking to a friend of mine not too long ago. You know, the Yankees and the Boston Red Sox would have had an additional two World, two World Series rings in the belt two more if it wasn't that Major League Baseball at the month of September they freaking make them play those last two or three weeks together and they burn themselves out Yeah. You know, time for October Baseball dude they're burnt out and then I hate that I mean did you look at you know every, this year that's the first thing that I always do I look at the schedule guess what Boston and Yankees are playing all over September. I'm like, man, get out of here, man. These guys, it's <laughs> like they, they care about money. I understand that, but I'm like, that's not fair. I mean, they, they, I'm telling you, Yankees and, and Boston Red Sox should have had two more World Series rings, but they burned them out all so many years.
0: Yeah, man. But I mean, like you see, the, like the new thing in baseball is um, the rookie players they break real early because they they play them so. Oh, snap.
1: Breaking news.
0: Breaking news.
1: Yeah. That's you? enough. Um, hey, are you all right? You all right? It's That's... just a flood.
2: Uh, I was about to say, don't tell me something in North Korea. I'm like, please, don't tell me. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 there,
0: that Nerf rocket they're going to try to fire here. <laughs> Look, if I, the only people who really should be worried right now are South Korea. Because, yeah. I mean. Well, as... the, car, the cars are not good? No, just kidding. It was a trip. Oh, snap. <laughs> no, yeah, like, all the StarCraft in the world they play over there ain't going to save them if Kim Jong-un goes crazy. But, um, well, crazy, like, militarily. He's, crazy, already he's
1: already crazy. Crazy yeah. as a crap house
0: rat. But, um, yeah, like, okay, so I was Airborne Infantry, right, in the Army back in the day. And regular infantry, you spe- I don't know if they still do it, but you spend a year as part of your service, you spend a year at the DMZ. So we have a lot of our... Blood and treasure over there, like all the time. So like, uh, people kind of shrug it off, and you know, like I'll make jokes about his nuclear program, but for real, like we need to send somebody in and just flip flap silencer that dude because if he if he starts getting like real erratic, and I mean for China to sit there and agree with Trump on anything, you know that situation's serious because dude spent a year bashing. China in his campaign, and for China to be like, nah, like, dude's kind of got it right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, it. I, I, I Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs>
2: it's, it, it comes. You know what? You know, people disagree or agree or whatever. It is China that can shut them down. It's them,
0: real you know? quick. Yeah,
2: it's basically them. They they could shut them down so fast, but you know, it's a, it's going to be a a waiting game now. You know, let's see what happens. Yeah.
0: That's why I think people here need to start coming together more because, like, there, there's so many crazy things going on around the world. Like, Europe's besieged and under attack. Like, if you're a European, you better keep your ass locked up in your house. Like, and, you know, North Korea's going off and all this. is. It's like, we need to just, like, get together here so we can be one united force as a country against... You know what I mean?
2: It's it's, a lot of things. It's crazy. I I have my neighbor. uh, She's originally from France. She's French. And she would go to France every year for the whole summer. And she refuses to go. She said, it is so bad. She said, it is terrible. Yeah, man, that's sad. And she's like, it is so dangerous. She said, especially the city of Paris. She said, you... she said, do not go. And she goes every summer to see your whole family. And this is a woman that just loves, she's so, um, you know, patriotic friends, you know, France this, France that, you know, of course, she loves it, always talks about it. And just for somebody to tell me that, and she was like, listen, I'm telling you, she said, it is so bad what's going on in Paris. She says, exactly what you said, you got to lock your doors, you can't even walk in the streets. She said, there's so many refugees everywhere, she said. And she says it's insane.
0: But they're, like, mad violent, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, I mm-hmm. understand. Like, I think that's what both sides forgot. Like, the right wing was like, nah, keep them all out. And the left wing was like, let them all in. And the people in the middle were like, well, how about you find out their name first? And if they're, <laughs> like, you know, like, if they're a fighting age and they're a man... Maybe tell them, yo, go take up arms and fight for your own country. Women and children, yeah, come on in. We'll protect you, like, anywhere. But if you're a 20-something-year-old man in good shape and you look shady as hell, no, you don't get in as a refugee. Because, you know, like, I have friends who live kind of like you. Um, We have family friends who live in England. And they have, like, it's called, like, a Sharia no-go zone. Like, Mm -hmm. you are not allowed to go there in parts of England. You're not allowed in. The cops will not show up because they don't want to anymore because they got tired of getting jumped and you know, like hemmed up and everything. And like, there's signs where like, this park is now a Sharia park. You can't bring your dog here. Like, you can't even walk your dog. You've lived in England your whole life and you cannot bring your dog to the park. Like, that's crazy like that's sad that's like it is because it it casts a light on an entire on an entire people and i'm not one of those that like all you know all people who practice islam are this but like get a hold of your people like i know the left likes to say oh christians this christians that we ain't running around cutting dudes off throwing people off of buildings and blowing stuff up like you know we're opinionated about social issues but like check your people because i don't like seeing an entire religion get blamed for something yeah. but but for real like around the world your people are acting nuts and you know like people get scared and when they get scared those biases like it's like all right so batman analogy right bane without the venom right pretty innocuous guy like you know like south american drug dealer Lucador wrestler right like that's the average person you freak them out and they're going to take that venom juice and swell up five sizes to defend themselves and that's like like we're getting pulled apart because both sides are feeding off of that but when your cause is not helping it like um Mm -hmm. the anti-fascist dudes Uh, you know, like, the the Antifa movement at every campus. Mm -hmm. You can't say, oh, we're anti-fascism and then basically be a perfect 1984 George Orwell fascist and hit people in the head with bike locks, shut down free speech, and light stuff on fire. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's why I love, like, this outlet. That's why I love talking to people like you, because we need what you what what you do in the world right now. We need creative people like you to give people the outlets of escape and especially to take a genre that you see the word zombie and everybody's going to pay attention, but then you turn it on its ear and you make it something unique and original and people get sucked into that and they get away from this world and spend time in yours. So like... What you're doing is so important for, like, the climate of our society right now. And and I mean that sincerely. Like, I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass or nothing, but, like, creativity the way you're doing it right now is really, really needed. Like, the darkest times in human history, really, it was art that saved, this, you know, society. Armies mm-hmm. saved the civilization, but art is what saved the society, man. Like, for real yeah man no
2: dude I really appreciate
0: that yeah I mean like you know I, 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 I
2: um, you know doing the whole zombie thing you know you get to uh, you know I had the opportunity to you know talk to a lot of people and, and a lot of fans and, and and it feels really good you know when you start to hear people say you're not really like and you know you start to have these conversations about films and zombies and you know I try to give a lot of people advice too you know and, and they get inspired when you know, you know a lot of people. You know, I I get like maybe once or twice a week the question of, you know, people ask me, you know, can you give me advice? What do you think I should do? Um, you know, I've been doing film for so many years and it seems like it's not happening. Can you give me advice? I watched your project. I think it's awesome. You know, and I see that they get inspired by watching the zombie with a shotgun. And I I like that a lot. You know, it took them to somewhere else, took them to the world, and also made them feel like, you know. I, I I want to create art also like that. I want to be able to do it. And, you know, I take my time a lot of times to tell people what I think they should do and how I think they should proceed. I give them, a, you know, I try to give them the best advice I can give them for them to go out and do their artwork.
0: Yeah.
1: So Definitely. It's cool. Absolutely. <clears throat> uh, so just a fun random story apparently our we ordered Chinese and apparently the delivery driver just showed up not wearing any shoes
0: oh no
1: (laughs) yeah that's a little weird isn't it I mean I don't even know what to say really it just kind of caught me off guard I thought I would share maybe somebody could help me out working through this
0: I got I got nothing for you dude like (laughs) <laughs> that's that's straight up weird yo yeah, <laughs> really weird
2: talking about chasing the doll in the American Dream there you go man shit yeah. <laughs> deliver it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta give it to him he's just <laughs> yeah he's
1: working hard
0: yeah you can't knock that guy he's just doing his thing I don't know I, I can knock it cause that's that, that food's gonna go in my mouth that's kinda weird <laughs> but see like Uh. dude I mean I spent a lot of time in New York and people are going to notice like go back and listen to other episodes when it's just me there's not a lot of slang there's not a lot of accent like talking to you because I am a New Englander like talking to you my whole delivery I just was thinking about it my whole yeah. delivery, this whole episode, is like different. Like steps, we've done like what fourteen episodes. <laughs> when was the first time you heard me say "mad" before everything
1: before? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's why I've been a little quiet. I'm just sitting here enjoying the conversation. The same time, yeah, between. Yeah, I, mean, between.
0: yeah. yeah. I, love, I love New York. This and, ain't Atlanta boy, gnarly canary <laughs> tonight. This is like raised in New England boy came out and yeah. said like. It, my, my wife laughs at me because like. If I'm down here a lot, I start talking like this, like everyone else, and you know, I mean, I still talk fast for people down here, but like, I have the accent, and I've been down here for over ten years, and I, but like, get me on the phone with my parents or like someone like you, and in like ten minutes, I'm a whole different person.
2: Uh, <laughs> and you know, it's so funny because it's so interesting because I, you know, when I, I when I travel around the states and I talk to somebody, they were like oh, you're from New York, and I'm like,
0: damn,
2: how the hell do they know that? I'm like, it is, it's it's, pretty interesting that people can catch that, you know, different accents from them, and every time, every time I go, they are like, oh, my God, you're from New York. I can tell all the way, and I'm like, what is it? You know, what
0: gives it up? But it, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I mean, you know, I love New York. New York has a look, too, though. Like, if I saw your picture, I guarantee you I could be like, oh, that dude's da 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 Just like, look, and they're probably going to hate me, but just like girls from Massachusetts all look wind chapped all year long. They all look road hard and put away wet. Like my (laughs) wife says that all the time because it's the winners. Like, you know what I mean? Dude, you're in New York. You know that. Look, it's New York, man. And and Massachusetts, you know, them girls. Skin looks a little uh, tighter than it does other places because they they look like wind blown all the time because of the weather like for real and they all wear their hair all like tight and wrapped or like still crimped like it's the 80s and you know you know you're laughing because you know what i mean
1: yeah 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 Yeah.
0: aquanetted down to the scalp hair and like real like severe faces like they've been through some stuff
1: and but it's just because
0: it's been 10 degrees for the past seven months and that doesn't make a person happy and glowy man
2: no, it doesn't. It's crazy. I mean, Boston is even more crazy with the weather. It's just, For it's, real. If you think about it, I'm like, dude, we really don't live, we, like you said, it's like seven months, eight months cold. And like, dude, it's you know, why am I here?
0: <laughs> yeah, my dad, man, like as soon as he can retire, he's out. And he works propane. Ah. So you know what his winters are like when you're considered yeah. essential personnel. It don't matter. Blizzard, it doesn't, it, like, you're mm-hmm. authorized to drive. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm sometimes, I'm telling you, you know, you experience it. There's some winters in New York, and I'm like, dude, I want to get the hell out of here. I don't want to be here. I mean, why Why do I live in New York? <laughs> I mean, you know, this, this winter wasn't that bad at all. Actually, it was so good, and then, believe it or not, it was the month of freaking March that came and haunted us. And March is like, yeah, we're safe. Nope. This year, March came
0: <laughs> and just like
1: Sounds nope. Yeah. 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 But, I got a news update the other day for Oklahoma that said this weekend there is snow, floods, tornadoes, and hail possible. I was like, can we just get all four seasons in one day, please? Thank you. That'd be great.
0: I think your state wow. needs to collectively go be friends with Jesus for a little while.
1: I don't know what we did. We made <laughs> someone very angry.
0: Someone tried to summon Cthulhu and uh <laughs> did not go well. Oh, man. Yeah. I can't wait to see. I guarantee you this will be the first show that gets us comments and like every girl from New England being like I'm gonna come down to Atlanta and
1: beat your ass. I'm gonna gonna make sure and tag some of them in it, just so they'll come and get you. For real though, like my
0: wife says that all the time. Like I'll show her pictures from home, and she's like, "How come they all look like so stern and so mad and so tight faced?" And I'm like,
1: "Because it's ten degrees." It's
0: ten degrees, and if they smile, their face is gonna split. (laughs) (laughs) And I used to have to walk to school, dude. Like. It was like a two-mile, like, if you didn't live, like, two miles from the school, you had to walk, because, like, I didn't, um, we uh, we grew up in, like, um, Taunton, Massachusetts, which is, like, a suburb of Boston, and, yeah, like, if you didn't live two miles from the school, you had to walk, and we're talking about, like, a New England winter when you're in, like, fifth grade. Oh, like, the dead of January, like, Christmas passed, so there's no reason oh, God. to enjoy it being cold. The Christmas carols died, like, two weeks ago. Now the snow oh, is just not God. your friend. Oh, yeah, please. man. The tundra. The tundra. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, my God, dude. Like, I yeah. told my wife, like, I know what it's like to be on the beach and watch it snow on the beach. Like... <laughs> It's crazy, dude.
2: Yeah, it is. It is. Sometime, I don't know. I mean, I just... You know, like, today's, like, you know... Yesterday and today, we got a treat. It was 80 degrees. Today's, like, 85. But Tomorrow goes way back down to, like, you know... I think it's, like, 58. I think I saw it. And, I'm like, and it's just so yeah. weird how it changes, but... You know, it's like very, but it's like everybody, the whole freaking like New York was out. It's beautiful and everything. And then you start to look and that's when you start to appreciate it. And you're like, oh, I love New
0: York. So I was going to say, man, like, yeah, like up north in the winter, like, I mean, we used to go to New York all the time. And, you know, we take the trains in from Providence, Rhode Island, up into the city and come out at Grand Central and go straight to Brooklyn. Um, uh, I, I didn't have the, qu- the credit qualification to go to my Manhattan when I was a young little punker. In my teens, but we could go to Brooklyn and we could go to the Bronx, real easy. Yeah, um, when's the last
2: time you've been New
0: York? uh, A couple years ago, I came through. um, My dad got hurt in a real bad propane accident. He's fine now; like he didn't need surgeries or anything. But I remember coming through, and I got stuck on the lower part of the GWB.
2: Oh, dude!
0: And even with the windows up and the air on, like you could just smell the. Underneath of the George Washington Bridge, and you know what I mean, dude. Oh, I know, man. You know that's a, you know that's the busiest bridge in the country it's totally for real. But my dumbass was like, man, I know better. Why did I not take the top? Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. it was like and three you know, three in the morning <clears throat> driving through the Bronx. And like, you know, it's so funny because
2: what you said now, because it could be reversed now. Now you don't know if you can go to Brooklyn and be because now Brooklyn is the new Manhattan. Now, I mean, is Brooklyn, it really? oh my god dude if you come down if, if are you people come, hating it dude brooklyn has become like manhattan you don't there's no need now it's, there's no if you live in brooklyn there's no need to come to manhattan anymore.
0: yeah you but have, are the real brooklynites like because i know when they tried to like upscale and yuppie up charlestown in boston like that the, the no. actual charlestown people were like nah this ain't cool like no, they all.
2: everybody's moving in there. They have all the boutiques, the bars, the lounges. They're building buildings, condominiums, penthouses. Free, dude, moving. Oh, for movies. real? Dude, it is. Brooklyn is... You know, I, I grew up here, and, dude, I look at Brooklyn, and I'm like, dude, I want to live here now. You know, before, you never wanted to say it. I'm like, dude, I want to live in Brooklyn. When did you ever say I want to live in Brooklyn?
0: I was going to say, like, yeah, like, what's it's, your borough? But obviously... Yeah, Brooklyn.
2: Brooklyn has become, like, and now it's like people, people, when you say, hey, let's go into the city, you know, it's, it's, Manhattan's not the place anymore, it's Brooklyn. And, for real, uh,
0: like, but that's where we always went, though. I liked it when it was scary, dude. Like, for real, like, I mean, I had <laughs> an 18-inch blue mohawk and my huge giant Jenko jeans and my yeah. oversized band sneakers and yeah, some sort know. of either, like, uh, Deftones uh, or Beastie Boys t-shirt on, just because- like...
2: Yeah, it's become as pricier also. I mean, I think, I think last year the, the most expensive rent in the country is Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Dang, dude, that's a crazy change. Yeah, number one in the whole freaking country beat Manhattan. Manhattan. The thing is that Manhattan is just weird. Manhattan is just,
0: <clears throat> I
2: don't know. Manhattan has become definitely the playground for the rich. Um
0: yeah. It was but, back then too though. Like,
2: yeah, now it's just even worse dude. You just just now it's just penthouses after penthouses, condos after condos and nah, there's no nowhere in New York you know, ever since they moved the, the 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 fish market, they took it out. Uh what? The meat market, they took it out. Yeah, what? They, they, they just, yeah, some more the meat market they took it all out. The fish market they took it out. You know, of course, the whole uptown Harlem is changing rapidly. I mean it's still it's took a less time, but now it's like, dude, you know so every there's no really the only authentic place in New York City is Chinatown
0: because see, that's what sucks man they're, they're they're doing that to Atlanta right now, like yeah. did, i I, I, try I heard it everywhere a lot I mean all yeah
2: but they. I heard it even in like in Europe, I like hear it everyone's saying everywhere is doing the same thing there's no
0: history left there's no landmarks. everything looks like everything um yeah like when I was going through um when I came up I was going through Providence and like like that that was my stomping ground was Providence Rhode Island and um like my band used to play all the punk clubs there and we you know like that you know three o'clock in the morning walking around not a care in the world like that was my city and I went through and I was like it don't even. It looks like oh, look a Walmart, a Costco, uh, a Ruby Tuesday, a TGI mm-hmm. Fridays. Like where's all like <laughs> the real restaurants? Yeah. Like for real, back in the like New York was the place to go to eat, and now I guarantee mm. you it's all like oh a Little Caesars. Like let's yeah. get some New no, York New pizza, York, and they're New, like
2: that's the thing about New York. New York City hasn't that hasn't gone to that yet.
0: New York, not yet.
2: Have, no. They don't have the franchise. Okay. still hasn't come in. A, it still has the original like restaurants and everything like that. Because you still don't see like Little Caesars. You don't. You still don't see a lot of McDonald's in New York I'm talking about Manhattan. You don't see you know uh, you don't see those you know you don't see like a lot of those. Fr- I mean, of course you see, if you're on Broadway you see like of course the big stores like Adidas, Coach, and all that stuff. But, like, oh yeah 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 you, know, you know like the Walmart's. They've been trying to open a Walmart in Manhattan for the longest. They can't. They just got kicked. They just, every year, they deny it. Um, Ain't nothing wrong with that. They deny Walmart. They deny, dude, they deny all the big chains. Uh, they all, you know, uh, the only one that's gotten lucky, but they, they've they been there for years, is Kmart, right? But nobody, um, nobody, it's so weird. Nobody really goes. The only cool thing about Kmart, you know, you can take the subway right and below Kmart. That's like a cool thing, you know? <laughs> so, and actually, that's yeah. The- I think that's the cool thing. That's why I think it makes money because you could get off that exit and go up and say, hey, let me get some drink or something like that. But, you know, it's the only cool thing about Kmart is the subway in the bottom. But, yeah, it's not, you know, it still has, you know, it still has the stores, you know, the restaurants and all that stuff. But I, as in like, you know, um, regular, uh, you know, average guy who make an average salary, he just no where he can live in Manhattan. No way. Absolutely
0: right. not. It's you still have the the brownstone neighborhoods and... Or has it yeah. all been gentrified for it's like rich people live in the brownstones? Yeah, and- rich people. Oh, don't tell me that, dude. Yeah. Those neighborhoods Brooklyn, are so real.
2: All, all in Brooklyn, they're taking Little by little, it's taken over. Oh, the see, the that breaks my
0: heart, dude.
2: You know where now, where the Brooklyn um, basketball, um, Brooklyn Knights plays uh, downtown in Brooklyn? Yeah. Dude, oh my God, it's taking over. All those brownstones, is one by one, becoming for rich people, people, they're taking them all out.
0: It's, nah, they have Manhattan.
2: It's the new, it's like the new Manhattan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> go into Jersey, like go go live in like <laughs> the mafia subdivisions in New Jersey if you got money. Leave. Shoot, you're, you, you're I don't even live there, and you're going to get me mad. Like,
2: yeah, even listen, you, I'm going to even tell you something even more wild. Since you since you know New York, you know Coney Island is starting to change, and you know Coney Island, Brooklyn and chiefs head bay over there is so far from you know from manhattan it's all the way south and from like from even where they play in downtown brooklyn from like where williamsburg to coney island this is like pff, i don't know it's so far it's like coney island's going upscale like you can't go yes. down there and get a hot dog yes. and
0: hepatitis yeah. c anymore
2: dude it's starting because the rent is so cheap and people moving in there like all the like you know, artsy fartsy guys, the yuppies, everybody that build and buy property, make them into, like, these condos. Even, Cor- Sh- I- Even Corny Island is actually pretty good to go now. Before, I mean, you would have to, like, bring a shotgun or
0: something, you would go down there. <laughs> That's what I mean. You go, you ride a ride that might kill you, you get hepatitis C, you eat a hot dog, yeah, and you go you home. You have
2: to bring your toolbox in the ride, dude. Let me tell you something. Right now, you go to Corny Island, there are finally... Real rides, I'm telling you, they're rides. Riding- oh, for real? Yeah, it's it's like you know, because Coney Island was just one big freaking carnival you know how you go to those carnies go every year they come to the section and everything yeah. yeah the same ride that you could go to a local carnival for years Coney island had the only thing they had that was different was a stupid
0: cyclone I mean you know I wouldn't. but that it. was the charm for me though like I, yeah, I guess but, I guess it's somebody who went a lot but didn't live there like, yeah
2: I mean I mean but it is a charm but it, it was it was losing a lot of money because it's like dude I can go to a local carnival I could, they have the same ride as Coney island but now dude it's expensive now they have roller coasters now. Finally, real roller coasters. It's, it's starting to become like it feels That's like crazy. a real amusement park, and they spend millions of dollars. And it's like, it's, it's I can't even believe. It. I remember when I was a little kid. You could go with my father. I was like, damn, it's nowhere even close. But it's
0: mad sketchy out here. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like the dude on the bumper cars is dealing, you know, dope and whatever. No happens. more. No more. Yeah.
2: No like, more I mean Even Nathan's At one time You're like Dude Nathan's Is gonna close You go there I guarantee you Today is Saturday Was probably The perfect time You go there and, and Nathan's Has like 20 registers It's like 20 deep Each line now It's, it's because You have The tourists Are not scared anymore You know of course cause That's the original Nathan's Coney Island Yeah And yeah. the train stop Is right there You know the famous F right over there Dude, the tourists are pumping Coney Island up, and the neighborhood is just... I mean, you just got to come down here again, and you're going to be like, what the hell just happened Yeah, but me? where are
0: all the old school heads going, though? Like, they got to be pushing them somewhere. If they're gentrifying if they can't afford to live there anymore. Like, are people getting pushed out? Are they getting pushed into the Bronx, or are they getting, like, pushed out of the city altogether?
2: Pushed out of the city completely. Oh, yeah. so, like, I all mean, the suburbs
0: do, around the yeah, city are going to...
2: Yeah, they pushed out. the um. Yeah, they're leaving. There's nowhere enough to, to to go. I mean, even the Bronx. I mean, they slowly. They you know. Everyone's saying the Bronx is going to be the next place. Uh, I, I, I little bit. I see it. A little bit. I see it changing. Um. Uh, but no, that they're, they're just they're leaving completely out. There's nowhere. There's no room in Manhattan. Um. I mean, Brooklyn. Don't get me wrong. Coney Island is the place now. Right around there, that you can still pay cheap rent and get away and everything, but it's going up. But a lot of those people leaving left leaving New York. Well, Whereas Brooklyn is completely. I mean, you come down here and you see and you're like, wow, this is beautiful.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess that's that double-edged sword though. Like, do you want to yeah. see, do you want to see New York lose its personality but be super successful, or do you want it to continue to be, you yeah. know? A yearly documentary on sixty minutes about how much it sucks to be a kid and
2: <laughs> like trying
0: to grow up, hey, trying to grow it, up in it, Brooklyn. It,
2: it's it's sad. It 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 did lose its personality. And New York doesn't have that personality like it used to have. You know, you know, it's, it's it's not. You know, people try to have that. You know, and it's not. It's not there anymore. It's just it's uh you know you still have a little of the flavors here and there, but.
0: See that's what I mean. The flavors, like I don't want it to taste like everywhere else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it is. It is
2: starting to be like that. It's it's um, starting to feel like L.A. Sorry to say, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which I've, been, I've been
1: there too. And
0: no, nah, New York does not need to become Los Angeles. We have one Los Angeles, and they yeah. can all ha- and, and they can keep it too. For real. Yeah, I mean it, it never will be because you know the city never sleeps. Is the only
2: freaking place that I know dude 24 hours man it's like you know it's just dude you can go there three or four in the morning still things are going like dude what time is it everyone's still here you know that's the beauty of manhattan you know the city is just beautiful like that you know but yeah for uh, real yeah but you know like you said it's it's just a catch 22 is you know just pros and cons to it and um
0: it is what it is I just don't want it to become a place where, like, if you listen to old school Wu-Tang, you just think they were fronting on how bad New York was and how crazy it was. <laughs> like, you come in and you're like, there "Ain't no, can it be also simple neighborhood going on anymore? Like,
2: what? Like, yeah, you know, that's the, that's the amazing thing. The, the 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 bad neighborhoods of New York is not like it's bad anymore. It's just, I mean, I, I, I you know, it, it's weird to say, but New York is really safe. I and mean, when I tell people that they they like what? I'm like dude You can walk anywhere In New York basically And no one's gonna Mess with you really
0: They you got know, rid of All the stick up
2: kids Yeah I mean of course If you're gonna go To South South Bronx Or something like that Oh you yeah know, but yeah like, You know you could walk I mean 50 blocks In New York City straight 2 o'clock in the morning I can guarantee you Nothing is gonna happen to you It's That's how safe it is
0: See it, that's that's a good thing. Like I, yeah. I, I, I can get down with that part, but I just don't want it to lose its yeah, its, still, it's New Yorkness. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's definitely safe. I mean, cool. I mean, it's so safe. It's unbelievable
2: how safe New York is.
0: Well, you know, Luke Cage did run out cottonmouth you know. and <laughs> <laughs> Iron Fist, you know, he cleaned up uh ran Enterprises and got and uh, smacked the hand down and Daredevil's got Hell's yeah. Kitchen under control, so you know, you good.
2: Yeah, they do have the, the they do have the locations. The, the locations do look the way
0: the Luke Cage looked. They definitely do still have the locations like that. Were, were you able I mean like being being in the in in the film industry, were you able to get down to any of the sets or? No, you know. they
2: close they close them up, but you know because they have the signs on the um you know every blo- like every week, you know, you got the That's block what Atlanta up.
0: looks like now. Yeah. Like yeah. um the mall down the street from where I live. I I don't live in the city. Um I live like 30 miles uh north of it. Um it's still considered metro Atlanta. The traffic still sucks. But um at at like the local mall, they're filming this movie called The Darkest Minds. Mm -hmm. And um, I want to get the book because there's a book for it. And it's the the synopsis is 98% of the kids in the country got killed by a plague. And the 2% that survived augmented and developed supernatural powers. And they're kept in internment camps. And um, Gwendolyn Christie, um, she plays Brianna Tarth in Game of Thrones. She's Captain Phasma in The Force Awakens. She was actually on site. And I was down there watching them film the other day, like and it's like five minutes from my house. Steps will tell you they filmed it's either uh I think it was part of Infinity War or Infinity War and Black Panther um on the other side of the town that I actually live in, like five minutes away, they had they built like this village out of Conex trailers and put up all these blue and green screens and were filming the next batch of Marvel movies there, um Grant Gustin from the Flash is all over. Where I live right now, filming a movie about the Vietnam War. Stranger Things is filmed two towns over from me. The Walking Dead is an hour drive from my house. Like Atlanta, Atlanta's gotten crazy. Yeah, yeah. With no, everything hear, going on here, I hear
2: about that. Atlanta's pumping with that. Yeah, yeah. New York, yeah, it's the same thing. New York has always been like you know, you just walk and you're like, oh, can't go down this block, you know. And you see, and you, if you want to be nosy, you could definitely see what they're shooting. You just, you know, you look at the. The New York City Commission, uh yeah, they have the papers on the on the every single parking pole, and you can read which movie they're shooting or anything like that, so that's cool, you know, and um yeah i mean um yeah they 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 well, they've been shooting by me, it's funny talking about Atlanta, Spike Lee from Atlanta, they shot his um they were shooting his Netflix special that's gonna become she's got to have it, they've been doing it on actually my block in Manhattan, oh, that's cool. Yeah, they've been doing that one. Um, yeah, my, down the block from me is this really famous burlesque theater slash club slash lounge. It's called The Box. Oh, and my God. You live near The Box? I live like, a, like the next block is
0: The Box. Dang, dude. So you know the area very well now.
1: <laughs>
0: you said burlesque club and I was like, nah, I can't be the box. You're like, yes, yeah, the
2: box. Yes, yeah, the box. I live right down, right, the next block. So it's a, it's a box. So they always, every single week, shooting a music video, commercial, a movie, yep. short film. So I was like, dude, that place, dude, is ranking up money on just film shoots because you know the freaking. The interior is freaking incredible. I mean, you could Google it and look at how it looks inside. It's dope inside. It's just, you know. Is that what they used for Luke Cage? I think they shot some scenes in Luke Cage. Um, unless they, because there's another burlesque theater by me. It's uh, it's called the uh, Slipper Room.
0: Um, yeah, like, but I know they use like a super crazy nightclub for, for like Cottonmouth space of operations. And yeah, it and like I looks mean, that
2: because you know there's so many. It's down the block. They shoot so many stuff. After a while, I'm like, dude, I don't even want to look what they shoot. You know what I mean?
0: After like, um, right, yeah,
2: whatever. But you know, usually, usually you could tell because the word of mouth so you know they're shooting down the block. There, you know, that's how I usually find the friends of mine are telling me, to, you know, oh, they're shooting this, you know, and then well, especially when you see them bring the fancy cars coming in. You know, I have to say, I don't think they shot Luke Cage because I definitely would have known they shot in the box because everyone would have said, hey, they shoot Luke Cage on the block, but no. Because that's how I found out about Spike Lee. It's like, oh, you know, you should Netflix. You've got to have it there. and um, Maybe, maybe, maybe. Because, like I said, it's every damn week. The box is making, dude, I ch- oh, mean, they're making good money just on just renting that spot out. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right, man. Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I'm being summoned. Summoned? I mean, my madness. No problem, man yeah man good know. conversation
0: i know it got a little oh, uh, yeah. nostalgic in new york have heavy dude i'm I'm sorry but
1: <laughs> hey i'll just sit and listen i like it because i live in tulsa oklahoma we have nothing so it's nice to hear about it yeah I,
2: I tell you before before um before we get off um uh we really love new york new york city nostalgic new york city I actually published a book um, from Powerhouse Books, actually published it, and it's called The 40 Deuce. Our um, photographs from 1983 and 84 are um, photographs from a famous photographer called Bill Butterworth. I edited the book, um, I acquired the photos as well. Um, you can Google it, it's called The 40 Deuce. The 40 and Deuce. It's called, it's called 40 Deuce. Um, you just could put the 40 dudes and put my name, and the book will come out. It was distributed by Random House and published by Powerhouse. And they're photographs from 1983 and 84. Um, never ever seen photographs of New York City. New York City. Um, and it's an incredible photograph from this photographer. The book was published, I think, about six or seven years ago. Uh, it's a little hidden gem book, um, but it's a, it's a really great photo book uh, to look at, and you'd be like, whoa. Well, Pretty amazing. If you guys really want to look into
0: that, yeah, cool, man. All right, so so where can people you find you, man? Say again. Where can people find you? People could find me at
2: uh, zombiewithashotgun dot com. You can hit that site. Go into Tumblr automatic. I have it going automatic, and you can see uh, articles and artwork and what I'm doing. Um, you can also I, I I always like to tell people if they've never ever seen or never ever heard of Zombie with a Shotgun. You know, Google Zombie with a Shotgun, and you'll see the first episode will pop up. First episode is a little bit less than five minutes. Watch the first episode, and that basically tell you what Zombie with a Shotgun is about. And if you like it, you know, you can check out the stuff that we have going on. Um, And the daily, I do daily tweets every day on my Twitter account, which is zombie, W-A, shotgun. Or just, you know, put Zombie with a Shotgun Twitter on Google, and it'll come up. And I do daily tweets there. I tell what's going on, updates, what's going on with Zombie, when the comic books, everything. They all cool. updates. If people want to follow me, I follow, I usually follow everybody back. And if you want to hit me a message, ask me a question, I'll, I'll gladly answer it.
1: Awesome. Cool. Yeah, I just found you on Twitter. I pulled out my phone and found it real quick. So that's awesome. Yes, so, thanks. Yeah, thanks. But, yeah, man,
0: as things progress, like, um, like you said, the film and... If you want, I mean, we could have you back on in June uh, when the comic comes out and yeah, see what's dude. going on I'm with
2: always, that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we could uh, get me back on and uh, we could definitely talk more about know, the, the progress that was going on with the comic book and the film. Absolutely. I'd love to
1: come back on. Cool. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. All right, man. Awesome, man. All right. Well, thanks for your time. Thanks for joining us.
2: No problem, guys. Thank you for having me. No Both sweat. So
1: no problem, okay. man. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a good one. You too, bye. Okay, what?
0: that that was. We should really do video for that because I think everybody would have fallen away from the screen the way I just did. So, <laughs> alright man, that was uh, that was uh, Hilton with uh, zombie with a shotgun. Sorry for the New York heavy talk. He he hit me in a nostalgic homesick bone for a little while. So
1: you got you, got you in the feels there. So I've got you talking
0: a little bit. I could
1: hear it. It's, it's crazy to hear that uh, that New England speak come out. Yo, for real. Yeah, <laughs> that was great, that was great. That's, was the li- time. that's the way a young gnarly
0: canary used to talk all the time.
1: I with the blue mohawk.
0: Just probably just obnoxious as all get out. <laughs> all right, guys. But yeah, uh, stay tuned. Uh, this weekend we also have Mark Austin, um, uh-huh. super special effects guru, who has also been Boba Fett himself. Yes. Coming on, and also this weekend we have uh, Deborah Smith, and I believe the director of The Force and the Fury will be coming on with her. I believe his name is Jason Satterland. Um, both of those we're recording tomorrow, so look out for those throughout the week. Uh, Thursday, we have the editor-in-chief of IDW Comics. Yes. And I'm working on, it should be this week, for those of you who like The Flash, who watch Scrubs and everything else he's ever been in, Tom freaking Kavanaugh is coming on.
1: Um, (laughs) It's going to be a good time.
0: Yeah, man. Harrison Wells from The Flash. Uh, I promise I will get him to say, hey, little brother, at least once uh, during that episode. Um, He's doing a short film. Uh, called The Heist with Grant Gustin, who everybody knows as their favorite Flash, Barry Allen. Um, Suck it, Ezra Miller.
1: Ezra Miller. Um,
0: And uh, I believe a couple other people from that, um, they also work on The Flash, so we'll have some of the crew and some of the people from The Flash on, talking about this short (laughs) film. And confirmation, sometime in mid-May, we will have the official... People who were on the ground and helped create the beloved X-Men cartoon that we all know from the 90s. You're all doing the theme song in your head right now. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Yep, you got to.
0: You got to do it. Exactly. Also, uh, we got journalist passes from (laughs) MomoCon. So we will be doing broadcasts and podcasts and video and pictures and interviews and all kinds of stuff. We're going to make that a big old thing. Um, If Steps can get to Atlanta, he'll be coming with me. I can always do another registration for a badge. If not, uh, my daughter Olivia will be doing all the technical stuff with Steps, Mm. setting Mm. stuff up, and I will just be the eyes and ears bringing as much of Momocon to you as I can. My biggest thing is you're going to have to be careful. I am going to nerd out. The legendary Rob Paulson and the legendary Maurice LaMarche are going to be there together, Pinky, and the frickin' Brain in the same room. Yes. So we will... Oh, man. Yeah, man. We will get interviews and podcasts of them for you. Also, uh, Matt Mercer, Leon Kennedy for our Resident yes. Evil fans. Also the leader of Critical yeah. Role. Um, Some, like, he's super on, uh, hit show on Twitch.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, he's on um, Overwatch, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the entire cast of Steven Universe is there. I'll see if I can get something <coughs> pop a lock in with them. Uh, a lot of comic book artists are going to be there. A lot of anime. Uh, Jesse Jewell is going to be there.
1: Yeah. Um, I've met him before at uh, Tokyo and Tulsa. Nice. He's a cool guy.
0: Yeah, and a couple of the people who worked on Attack on Titan for voices are going to be there. So um, I've got a four-day journalist pass, and we're just going to go nuts. So look out for that. But yeah, so we got what Tom Cavanaugh. We've got Star Wars. IDW Editor-in-Chief is going to be talking about IDW as well as his coverage of Star Wars Celebration. Um, tomorrow night we have another Star Wars night because we do have Boba Fett and the cast and director of Force and the Fury, on, um, which is a short film you can watch now on YouTube. Uh, just look up The Force and the Fury. It's amazing. I highly recommend it. And um, we're just going to keep rocking and rolling. So y'all have a great weekend and look out for some of the cool stuff we're going to be bringing you this week.
1: Awesome. It's going to be a good week. It is. We're going to have some fun.
0: Yeah, man. But from us to you, this has been the Happy Haven. Thanking you for joining us once again. Making the world a better place.
1: One night at a time, guys. Yakasha.